Hello, everybody. So, whoa, long break, huh? It's been a minute. So let me reintroduce myself, I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I won't bore you with that. If you want my introduction, you can definitely go back to episode one of The Decoded Project to hear a little bit more about who I am, why I do what I do. But um, I guess let me backtrack or before we dive right into today's episode, let me just kind of talk to you about like what's been going on, why I took a break, um, because I also think it's really important to talk to you guys and be raw and vulnerable. And I feel like when we do that, we open up a new way for people to understand what this industry, what life really just entrepreneurship is really like and kind of give you permission, <laughs> give you permission to do a few things. Um, so number one, you fully have permission to fail. And the reason I'm saying that um, is because inside failure is where you learn. Um, failure is feedback. It's what I usually tell my team. Um, and I was getting a lot of feedback. I was feeling like I was failing in a lot of areas of my life. I was falling short in a lot of um, realms that actually aren't directly correlated to my business, but but highly, highly impacted. So things in my self-care routine where well, that was non-existent, uh, my relationship with my children and, and homeschooling and the holidays and really just kind of everything else in my life aside from my business took a back burner. And because I was burning myself out with business by making it my end-all, beat-all, the only thing I ever did, everything else in every aspect of my life was... I don't want to say falling apart. That sounds a bit dramatic, but it was feeling, um, I was feeling like a failure in a lot of those areas and I did not like that feeling. And so going back to what I said a minute ago is, is failure is feedback. And so I took a lot of that feedback that I was getting um, inside that perceived failure. And I just thought to myself, you know, what are these, what are these data points? Essentially, that's all feedback is, is what are these data points trying to show me and how can I use it to improve? Because that's what you should be doing is not dwelling on failure and lamenting on it, thinking how horrible of a person you are and using it as, as data to prove why you shouldn't be doing what you're trying to do. That's what a lot of us use data and feedback for to, to kind of validate or prove why we shouldn't be doing something because our flesh, our, our, this part of us that doesn't want to be doing it because it's hard, right? Um, those feelings of failure validate that, that, oh, you should just give up, right? Cause it's hard. Um, no, I actually think a lot of the times, most of the time it is showing us other things. It is showing us a layer that we might have overlooked because we were just so busy looking at other things. And so for me, I was just putting on the back burner everything else in my life aside from business. And so I was actually really ineffective in my business. And so a lot of us are wondering, oh my gosh, I'm putting all this effort in, but nothing is happening. I am not getting any forward momentum. I actually feel like I'm going backwards, but I'm putting more effort in what gives. And I would challenge you to look at those things and look at that feedback and look at those data points and really try to be honest with yourself because it really only works if you're being super honest is, are you busy 
Or are you productive? And chances are, if you're feeling like you're not getting that forward momentum or, you know, you feel like you are not getting where you want to go and maybe even going backwards, I would challenge you and saying you're probably just busy and not productive. And that's an issue because your time is far more valuable than money. And so if you are investing all of this time and your ROI, your return on investment is crap and you don't feel like you have much to show for it and you're not creating this momentum that that's going to propel you into something um, or somewhere rather that you want to be in the future, it's not worth it. And you really need to step back and assess, you know, what's working and what's not. And so for me, Um, I really needed to fix my priorities. I really needed to align myself again as a mother, as a spouse, um, even with myself, you know, self-care. I was becoming this person who actually was, I was starting to feel physically how I was presenting like outwardly. Um, I, let me explain. That was kind of confusing. So I started like wearing nothing but just like pajamas and yoga pants and three days in the same sweatshirt, uh, my hair in a messy bun, um, not wearing any makeup. And, and, and here's the thing. I'm not saying you have to get fancy. I'm just saying that to me was a Courtney, you're not, you're not caring about yourself and you are putting yourself last because I was, I was clearly not putting any effort into um, putting putting myself together. And so how I was presenting myself was very much um, a presentation of how I was feeling on the inside. And, and then because of that, it was almost like it was this, it was feeding itself. And so because I was not presenting, you know, myself as put together, I was feeling not put together. And because I wasn't feeling put together, it didn't, it didn't make me want to be put together. And so it was this like snowball that was building until eventually, I think it actually started to impact my health. And I started just feeling ill all the time. I started feeling like, Ugh, you know, um, off, not like really, really sick, but I was just feeling off. I would wake up, my stomach wouldn't feel right. I would always have this like, this like number three headache on a scale of one to 10. So it was nothing debilitating. It was just always there and it was really annoying and it kept me from wanting to do anything more productive. And I started just doing less in my business. And because I was doing less, I was getting less results. And because I was getting less results, I was getting really frustrated and so on and so on. And a lot of you may feel me in this. And so some people, when they get to that point, they look at it as a sign from God or a sign from the universe to to quit, you know, whatever it is they're doing. And I would challenge you to really look deeper and reprioritize your life and figure out what is really important to you. And I actually would challenge you not to put your business first. And um, I was doing that in a lot of cases. And so I started to reprioritize things. I started spending more quality, intentional time with my children, more quality, intentional time with my husband. And initially it felt really uncomfortable. And it almost makes me feel weird to say that it's not that spending time with my husband or my children was uncomfortable, but 
I, I was just so used to always spending time working that I felt like when I was being really intentional with them and when I was, you know, watching a movie with my husband and my phone was upstairs, my heart and my, my, my brain was like, oh my God, what if things are happening without you? What if there's things that you're not knowing about? What if you miss something? What and I always felt like, and I hated this feeling initially, and I had to work past it, which was, I felt like when I was spending time with them, it was work because I was constantly thinking about work and how I was giving that up to spend time with them and initially almost not building resentment, but I was just like, when can this be over so I can go back to work? And I hated that feeling. Um, I hated that feeling. And so I really had to push past it. Um, I mean, as someone who did substance abuse counseling for a little bit, it very much made me feel like that. Like I felt like an addict. I was addicted to working. And so initially when you first go, you know, without, you're going through these withdrawals. I was going through these like work withdrawals and it was really uncomfortable and I didn't like it. And so I really had to work through that, work, you know, push past it. Um, because of that, I, I, may, I might have missed some goals and some things that I set for myself work-wise. But sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. And, and that, that might feel counterintuitive for a lot of people. But essentially, if you're lost and you're continuing to run around like a crazy person trying to find your way, all you're doing is getting more lost and you are just getting yourself deeper and deeper and deeper in the thick of it. And now you have more work to backtrack and to figure out how the hell did I get here? Because you didn't just stop and assess where you were, where you might have taken a misstep. And, and it was, it would have been easier to correct if you had just stopped and focused and, you know, just looked around and created, you know, a different path and then took it as opposed to running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to figure it out. And so sometimes our reactions to ordeals can create bigger situations than initially they might have been. And then we feel overwhelmed. And then because we feel overwhelmed, you know, we create an even bigger situation until literally one day we just stop and we say, oh my gosh, what have I made this into? And so that's kind of what I had to do. And so, yeah, I had to accept the fact that I was missing goals that I had set for myself, that I wasn't as present and that, um, you know, what was my team going to think or, you know, whatever, all these, all these thoughts that I battled. And so a lot of that had to, um, in reprioritizing even my business. So I, you know, I reprioritized my life, you know, my relationships with my, with my family and my friends and my self-care. And then I was like, okay, now time to prioritize my business. You know, what is the, the biggest income producing activity for me right now? Where do I need to focus? What, where does my energy need to go? Because now that I have decreased the amount of time that I'm working, um, I really need to make sure that when I am working, I am focused on what I'm doing. So I am again, productive over busy. And, and this was one of those things. And so I'm sorry, I'm sorry to all you guys who were, who, who really love this, um, you know, I, I, this is one of the things that I had to put on the back burner um, for the time being, knowing I, I would pick it back up because I absolutely love doing this. So I'm back <laughs> and we're back to doing two a week, maybe even more than that. Um, 
And so I'm super, super excited. Um, so I d- deeply apologize that I had to put uh, this podcast on the back burner, but we are back now. Um, and so that's just kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about. And so rather than creating an entirely new episode out of you know something else uh, within this one, I'll just do what I was originally going to do in, a, in the next episode, uh, which is talking about alpha versus beta mindset and how this can really, you know, just re- shift your mindset um, for business, but also for your personal life as well. And so we'll get into that in the next episode. But um, I think if anything, this kind of turned into an episode itself where I, I'm really wanting to validate you right now and your feelings and your business and your trajectory and just say you have full permission to slow down to speed up you have full permission to reprioritize how you are spending your time because really in the in the grand scheme of things it's not about how much time you spend doing your business but the quality of the time that you are spending on it and so If you say, I only have 15 minutes to work this business, I only have an hour a day to work this business, I only have five hours a day to work this business, I'm really gonna challenge you and say, how are you working it? Are you doing the things that are really growing your business? Are you spending your time in the places that are giving you the most bang for your buck? And I guess if a lot of people are like, well, I don't know, I I really don't know what's giving me the most bang for your buck. Uh, excuse me, the most bang for my buck. And so it's different for everybody, but I can tell you that in any business, in any marketing, um, any entrepreneur journey, uh, the most bang for your buck is gonna be, are you being with the people? So that can be your audience, it can be your team. Um, Are you talking with them? Are you building relationships with them? Are you creating a culture? Are you reinforcing your brand? First and foremost, that's what you should be doing, whether you utilize social media, whether you utilize live video, whether it's through email or blog or, or however you connect more deeply with them, make sure that that's what you're doing. The, the better you can connect with people, um, that's the better. So like, that's what you should be focusing on. And for me, sometimes that's on Facebook. Sometimes that's live video. Um, I'm also realizing too that I have a better connection with people when I am in their inbox and when I am in their text messages. And so no, I'm not sitting around uh, going through my contacts list, texting everybody I know, but I do have this cool app called Shout, uh, S-H-O-U-T. And it really does help me connect with these different groups of people. So I have one for my audience, Um, you know, on social media, you know, they're not, part of my business they're not they're not integrated into uh, my coaching or or anything like that they are just simply bystanders of my brand who want to participate and are part of my community Um, then I also have one for my team then I have another one for my customers and you can create them for literally any group of people but it helps me to get messages out to them um, in like a group format, but then I'm able to connect with them more one-on-one. And so that's one way I realized that that was probably a better use of my time. And so I do still utilize social media. Yes, very much. But if I could only choose one, I would choose texting or emailing because I am directly connecting with my consumer. I am directly connecting with my team members. And so for me, when I was reprioritizing, I might have looked like I was not as present on social media. And truth be told, I wasn't because I was saying, hey, if I have to choose one of these, I'm going to be doing the one where I can more deeply connect with the people that are in my community. Um, 
another way you could reprioritize and spend, you know, more time doing what matters is, you know, pouring into yourself, self-development, professional development, reading, podcasts. Um, I am buying a new book every single week. If I listen to a podcast and they drop a book name, I Amazon Prime that son of a gun and it is here in two days and I am reading it. Um, I think I'm currently reading like five books at one time, which I probably shouldn't do, but I just get so excited. Um, and so I really encourage you guys to, number one, deeply connect with your audience. Number two is pour into yourself in some way. And I feel like a lot of people don't prioritize that enough. It is not high enough on your priority list. It is farther down um, because people don't see it as an income producing activity because they're like, well, no one's paying me to read this book. No one's paying me to listen to this podcast. I need to be getting customers. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. And while all those things are very true, um, you're not going to be very good at those things unless you are learning, unless you are pouring into yourself, unless you are growing your skills and cultivating them and expanding them. You know, they always say, you know, learners are earners. And so if you are not learning, you are not earning. So I encourage you, number one, deeply connect with your people. Number two, pour into yourself. Um, and then number three, get organized. Because, and I'm <laughs> someone who suffers with some major ADHD, organization and content planning and just organizing my day and time blocking is incredibly hard for me. It's, it's really hard for me to sit down and organize it. Um, and then it's even harder for me to stick to it. And so one of the ways that I have been able to do that is by utilizing my Google Calendar. I have alerts set on there for everything. I have begun to time block. It's still a work in progress. I'm not amazing at it, but I'm doing really good. It's a great outlook and a guide for me at the moment. And I'm sure the more I practice, the better I will get. Um, another thing that I felt like was wasting my time, and I'm sorry for my team that's listening, this isn't meant to sound the way it's probably going to come out. So listen, <laughs> I will explain, um, is that talking in my chats was wasting my time. And so what I mean by that is I'm in so many chats. I have like my team chat, but then I also want to be present for some of my leaders and for my personal um, business partners and recruits and things like that. And I want to be present and help them grow their teams as well. So I am in chats all the time. Plus on top of that, you know, I'm reaching out to people. I'm connecting with, with others in my audience. I'm, you know, um, in chats with customers, things like that. And so it was really, really time consuming and I was never putting my phone down. And truth be told, about 80% of that time was spent answering questions that have resources. And so it was people asking me questions um, to honest, quite honestly, be lazy. Um, and they were not going to find the resource. And I was spending time answering those. I was spending time explaining things that again, clearly have resources that we have, I have taken the time to create, me and my team have taken the time to create to answer those things. And so I was wasting hours of my day answering those questions. And then obviously because you work with people, you deal with drama, you deal with uh, interpersonal stuff, you know, people not liking this person, this person misinterpreting what that person says. And I don't like that person. I don't want to be in this chat anymore. And you know, that happens when you work with people. It's just, it's natural. And I was dealing with that. And, and then other people who were like, I just need to talk with you because I'm feeling this kind of way. And all of those things were consuming literal, I mean, it was actually probably would add up to about 40 hours a week. Like I was spending a full-time job equivalent amount of time 
in my chats talking about things that didn't serve my goals and that didn't serve me and quite frankly, didn't actually serve the team. And so one of the things I discovered was not only time blocking and saying to people, I am unavailable during these times, please do not expect me to respond. But number one, I had better boundaries around what I do and do not respond to. If you are up in my inbox complaining about something, I am not responding to you. Like I will give you your five minutes and then I will say, are you done? Do you feel better? Go, go move forward, <laughs> go forward and prosper. Um, if you are creating drama, if you are coming to me with interpersonal issues, not, not something I need to be a part of, not a good use of my time, not a good use of your time. Um, again, if you are working, if you are doing that second priority I talked about of pouring into yourself and developing yourself, you are now going to gain greater skills that make you better in the interpersonal realm of your business. And so you should not need me to be that sounding board every single day when you're experiencing personal conflicts. So I was establishing better boundaries around that. I was establishing better boundaries around not answering questions where there are resources available. I point people to the resource after several times of pointing to the resource. I simply just don't answer it. And a lot of people might be like, wow, what a jerk. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't here, okay, hold on. Let me back up. If you want to be a leader, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be successful, you do not depend on other people to be present for you to work your business. You do not rely on other people to answer your questions when you have them. You know, what you do is you develop that tenacity and that resiliency and you go find it. You know what happens when I have a question? I don't really have people that I can go to and ask necessarily. Now, Every once in a while, yeah, I do. Like if it's a simple question that maybe I've never encountered before and I'm talking to my mentor and I'm already, I already have her attention. I'm like, hey, well, I got you, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but if I don't know how to do something, guess what? We have more access to every answer in the world than in any time in history before. You have Google, you have YouTube, um, you have books, you have other resources. So show me that you can be an entrepreneur and you can be independent and you can be resourceful and go find that answer. Only once you have searched high and low and absolutely cannot find it, reach out to me and I will help clarify for you. Um, that's the way I have, I am now looking at it. Oh, sorry. I thought I had to sneeze for a second. <laughs> Spring approaches. My allergies are just kind of going crazy, but, um, and that was a, that was a shift for me because I was used to answering literally every question, like, like a mom, like mom, can I have a snack? Mom, can I do this? Mom, can you come up my butt? Mom, can you do this? <laughs> That's how I felt in my teen chat. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I know a lot of other people did too, because when, what I was doing was setting the precedence for what they were expected to do. Um, even though I had never said that it was just monkey see monkey do. Right. So I didn't want my team to do that either. I didn't want them to feel like they had to be in the chats 24 seven. They didn't have to be accessible, you know, three. 365 days a year because we have more than capable people. If you are, if you are on our team, you are wanting to be an entrepreneur. You are wanting to, you know, be financially independent. You are wanting to create a brand for yourself. And ultimately that is not something that you do side by side with another person. Now we are mentors and we help you because we have been there before and we give you resources and we give you, um, you know, someone to lean into and help and, and all these other things. But essentially, to, to bring this back is I was wasting hours and hours of my day answering these questions where resources were available. So people were simply just not willing to go look. Um, 
And so that's another thing that I did is I cut myself off from answering those questions and feeling the need to be in the chat every single time someone answered a question about, oh, I know somebody with diabetes. Are they allowed to use this? Oh, um, where do I find the login for Payoneer? Oh, where this, where that? Those are all things that are so simple if they just look um, and they do not require my time or attention. Um, and I had to get over that stigma that you might have felt initially <laughs> when you heard me say that I don't answer those questions. Um, you might have thought like, wow, that's kind of rude. It's kind of like stuck up and blah, blah, blah. I was feeling those things at first too. Like, oh my gosh, my team is going to think that I have a stick up my butt. They're going to think that I'm better than them. They're going to whatever. But um, when I had to get over that too, I had to see my time is valuable. And three, when I set my... Um, standards high for how I, you know, spend my time, I was telling them to do the same thing because ultimately that is my role is to help people, you know, live a better life and not only create, you know, financial freedom, but time freedom. I should not be creating an environment where they are strapped to their phones 24 seven, because that is not freedom. Um, and so I was setting that precedence. And so it starts with me. And so I had to reprioritize my life in that regard. And so, those are the things that I have spent the last several months doing, why I wasn't here, um, why I wasn't recording. Um, and again, like I said, just because of the way that I was feeling and missing goals and the way I was putting myself on the back burner and my family and everything, I was in this super funk and I just felt like I had nothing inspiring to say. I didn't want to make the time to come down here. My life was full of excuses. And so here we are. Um, so thank you guys so much for sticking around. I truly love every single one of you guys who listen. Uh, so many of you guys um, contact me when, when a new episode comes out and you're like, oh my gosh, that was fire. I absolutely love it. You shared on Instagram. Uh, speaking of which, now that I'm back, I mean, tag me, you know, tag tag away. Um, I'm even thinking of starting some giveaways for this soon as well for a lot of my subscribers. So I'm super stoked about that. And you can definitely look forward to hearing from me a lot more. So if you got any value out of this, I know that it wasn't... Um, super instructional like some of mine are but if you want any value from this please feel free to you know screenshot it share it to your instagram tag me at the courtney rogers dot co co um, and let me know what some of your thoughts were let me know what resonated with you uh you can also let me know what are some things you want to hear about in the future i have a full content list of ideas that i want to go over and i got that list from a lot of you guys <laughs> when i asked you what are what are some things you guys want to hear about so if you can think of anything definitely DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, if you also, um, I got to try to pull up my app here because I want to make sure I get the number right. But if you want to be a part of my text thread, if you want to receive daily encouraging messages from me, uh, notifications of when I have a new podcast, when I'm going live, when I'm doing a lot of these things, I would love to connect with you. And all you have to do is text me, M to the number 844-736-9574. So again, 844-736-9574. Text me to that number and you'll start kind of having an open line of communication with me. So even though I can put out mass messages, ultimately you are still going to um, hear from me personally. I can still connect with you personally because yes, it is me. <laughs> I did have a few people who were like, wait, is this really you? And I was like, yeah. 
Um, so thank you guys so much for being patient. Thank you for allowing me to come back. Thank you for listening to me. I am always super appreciative of everything you guys give me, the support, the love. It's always appreciated. Until next time, guys, I will see you in the next episode. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Until the next time we meet.